Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to When Animals Attack, a Discovery Channel special. Starring Beatrice McCabe and Rosemary McCabe. Christ! When animals attack Rosemary McCabe. This could actually be called When Animals Attack Rosemary McCabe. Oh. So I've been attacked by animals many a time. Well, I've been attacked by animals many times too. Well, I was just reminded of this because our cat, who is actually quite a loving, adorable cat, at a certain point each night, it becomes like the witching hour and the cat decides that he's playing, but like quite aggressively, but only with the children. Sorry, I've actually never been attacked by animals. Just oh, to be clear. For fuck's sake. I'm like, I've got, I've got some great stories. Me too. I'll save them for the pod. You're such yeah. a liar. <laughs> let's, just, like, let's just get going. Um, <laughs> but you've actually, maybe there's something about you. I was reading the other day about mosquitoes, right? And how, because dad gets desperately attacked by mosquitoes. Do they count as animals that attack? Because I definitely get attacked by them. But you get worse attacked. Attacked worse. Worse attacked. You get worse. You get, you get, a, you get, correct. So, Sorry, when we lived together in the apartment in Milan, you didn't get attacked at all. I was the human shield. Rosemary, no, you weren't the human. Remember the human. time? Human. No, you weren't the human shield. Remember the time I had 12 mosquito bites on my left bum Rosemary, cheek? Rosemary, that... <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. But also, Rosemary, that was just pure noob status, as my children would say. That was just pure noob behaviour. Sorry. You didn't have, like, I had that, I literally went to sleep with my arms wrapped around that vacuum cleaner hose so that I could jump up and suck down any mosquitoes that came remotely near me. I also sprayed myself with DEET. Like, no wonder I was single. Sprayed myself with DEET. I would be fast asleep 
and Beatrice would get up and sneakily go into the hall and spray herself with DEET there and was, I would be there DEETless no defenseless and DEETless <laughs> DEETless is right sorry <laughs> there was no secrecy it was like I woke up you were fast asleep because you're a very deep sleeper a very deep sleeper there's no if I sprayed you in the middle of the night you would have woke, woken up screaming no, what I'm suggesting that you could have done is, hey, Rosemary, I think there are quite a few mosquitoes in this room. Let's go out here and spray ourselves with DEET lest we get terribly bitten in our sleep. Instead, you were like, shh, then in what, the hall. But then what good would, would you be to me as a human shield? So you're admitting I was the human shield. No, you shield. weren't the human shield. You just were very, very tasty to these mosquitoes, as is dad. And I was reading the other day in a magazine. Well, I actually saw, I think it was probably The Guardian. Like, what is it that makes us so attractive to mosquitoes? And apparently it's our blood type, but I'm type O and you're not. So I was like, am I not? I actually don't know, but I don't think so. Dad, I think, is. And he's extremely attractive. And basically, like, it was a long... <laughs> okay, let's let's just say that again. Dad is type O and he is... Extremely attractive to mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> but there was... But there was a whole... Like, it was... I was also going, like, they'd write about anything. I'm turning into mom in my old age. But it would make up the news about anything. So there was this long, long article. And basically, at the end, it was like, most reliable to deter mosquitoes is a fan. Right? A fan we around your ankles. Fan. Oh, a fan around your ankles, it said. Fan around your ankles? Well, Dad's only bitten from the knee down. He has like That's because his... he has his shorts on. Okay, clothes <laughs> and fans. <laughs> but that is part of your problem. At night, you used to sleep in absolutely nothing except this. I run very hot, Beatrice. Yeah, but see, it's I don't. Conundrum. So I had like full-on fleece PJs. No, I didn't. It was roasting. Do you remember we had no air conditioning? Oh my God, it was so hot. Yeah, do you remember we had those 90s from H&M? I've been trying to find them ever since. Or act- I actually had the same 90s as Julie from Intimissimi. But we also had really nice 90s from H&M. This cat. The cat has now crawled up on the chair behind Beatrice. You have to make crawled, hopped, jumped, leapt, jumped aggressively. But yeah, unless it's mosquitoes, um, you're very, very, very unlucky with these animals. I have to say, they do, they do, because mosquitoes go after you. But so do cats. Well, I just want to go back to the mosquitoes for a second because I did also read that it's something to do with the sugar in your blood. And the last time I had my blood taken, now I wasn't fasting, so I kind of don't believe this. But they told me that I'm pre-diabetic, right? And so, next thing you know, I get a call from Parkview, from the hospital group, saying, hi, you've been selected for this special diabetes prevention group, right, which I'm sure is like fucking Weight Watchers, like what else are they going to do? And she goes, um, so we'd like to invite you to come, blah, 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 and it's $360. And I was what? like, that's not an invitation. Like an invitation is we'd like to invite you to Rosemary. come to this thing for free. Sorry, it's an invitation to care about your health. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, yes, I am very unlucky. Mosquitoes love my sweet, sweet blood. But I've also been attacked by several animals, but not by this lovely cat who is actually very nice and only attacks the children and luckily not the baby. Not that I'm preferring the baby, but it probably would be bad if he attacked the baby, but he just plays with the kids. So he'll like try and run after them at night and grab their legs. But they obviously completely freak out. So William now sleeps with a wire hanger next to his bed so he can bat Mel away. Poor Mel. Oh, I thought you were going to say poor William. Oh, sorry. Poor (laughs) Mel. Poor William. (laughs) But Mel is your second, is your new cat that you got after you had to rehome your previous cats back to their original home well, or to their other, to their other no, previous so they, owner. No, so they only ever lived with Brandon. But All right. Yeah, Mel is nothing compared to before Mel. We had, when I moved in with Brandon, he had two cats, Dory and Nemo. Also known as BM. Before Mel. Oh, before Mel. I thought you meant before me. Oh, no, I thought you were just going to pick up on that bowel movement, which my children find hilarious. Go on. Oh, for God's sake. I know, sorry. Anyway, when I moved in with Brandon, he had these two tuxedo cats, Dory and Nemo. And 
What's a tuxedo cap? A black and white cap. You, just, oh. you could have figured that out yourself. No, surely. I couldn't. I mean, tuxedo. is that what they're actually called? Yeah. No, I thought it meant like there was a white bit around their necks or something. I don't think any cat that's black and white is called a tuxedo cat. I think you made that up. Okay. I don't before know I moved I in with Brandon, he had correct. before I moved in with Brandon, he had two kittens, Dory and Nemo, who were black and white. So that I'll, I'll just I'll who simplify everything. He got them when they were kittens. Oh. Can you let me tell the fucking story? So you don't need to curse. They were about a year and a half old when I moved in. And we all got on okay. They were never particularly friendly and Brandon said it was because they were wild cats when he got them but I think it was because he didn't aggressively cuddle them enough because I think truly if you get a wild cat you can force them to love you if you just keep putting them on your lap and forcing them to accept the pets. I mean Nemo was giant so there wasn't really any forcing him to do anything but Dory was quite nice. And then when I got pregnant Dory just suddenly there was one day I think I stepped on Nemo's tail and Nemo went crazy and Dory then went crazy and attacked me and I thought she was just like responding to you hurt my brother right and like going for me and I remember I was on the stairs and I was like oh god Dory's gone mad and I kind of batted her away and I went upstairs to the bathroom and started brushing my teeth and the next thing you know she comes like around the corner of the door and lunges at me sinks her claws into my leg I scream my head off. I think Brandon was in the shower at the time and I ran back into the bedroom and he comes out. He goes, what's happening? I was like, Dory's gone crazy. And he came in and Dory was literally like hissing and spitting and like back arching and basically going for me. And so we were like, oh, she'll calm down tomorrow. And she just literally never calmed down. And I remember there was one day that she was going so mad that Brandon was going, okay, let's, oh no, Brandon called the Humane Society where he'd got them from and said, look, this is happening. Is there anything that we can do? And they were like, oh, she's probably having a reaction because when Nemo was hurt, he he set out some pheromones and she's having like pheromone overload or something. They were like, you need to isolate her and put her in a different room for a while, let her calm down. So we tried to put her in the garage. And I remember the day Brandon was trying to catch her downstairs. She was hissing and spitting. And as he was trying to grab her, he got a towel and was trying to wrap the towel around her. She started shitting, just like panic pooping. What? Yeah, did I tell you about no, this? No, you did not. So she was hiding behind the TV and these poops were just like flying out of her as she was trying to run away from him. She was obviously just in a state of like high anxiety and her body was going, <laughs> you know that happens sometimes? <laughs> that, that's why when people start running, they sometimes get diarrhea because your body is trying to get rid of everything that'd be weighing you down. But wasn't there another point where like she attacked you on the stairs because you had a terrible wound on your leg for a while the wound on my leg was from when she attacked me when I was brushing my teeth I think but like she attacked me several more times because yeah. she was out in the garage and then we would do things like she was out in the garage for two or three days I think it was in the spring so it wasn't too hot because we couldn't have done it during the summer and I would go out then and just be in the garage with her and try to see if she would tolerate me and every now and again she would like glare at me and I'd be going oh I better go back inside or she would start like creeping towards me then eventually we decided she'd calm down and she came back in the house. And then, but then she just kept going for me. And I basically was like, okay, I'm just going to ignore Dory. I'm not going to look her in the eye. I'm not going to like approach her at all. If I see her, I'm just going to go in the opposite direction. But I couldn't turn my back to her because then she ran for me. So I had to retreat backwards. You know what I mean? But uh, we thought that it might be because I was pregnant. So we we're like, okay, obviously I have some kind of hormonal thing. It's not actually to do with me stepping on Nemo. It's to do with whatever my hormones are doing. So we thought after I had Atlas that it might calm down. But I think within a week of me coming home with him, she'd attacked me again on the stairs while I was holding him. Mm-hmm. And then I was That's like, okay. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, we can't, like, I can't do this. I can't be at home with this cat, with this baby. Like, I'm already worried about keeping the baby alive. Full stop. I can't worry about keeping him alive and me alive with the, this fucking feral Sorry. cat. Or, like, well, is the cat going to go for Atlas? Well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, 
I th- I think before that, like, I would never leave them alone with Atlas, right? And like, we always, oh, that was another thing, because before then we would have left our bedroom door open all the time because it gets really hot upstairs and it just helps air circulate. But when we obviously had the baby, I was like, we're not leaving the door open because I'm not risking that the cats are going to come in when the baby's asleep, which I wouldn't have done anyway, I don't think. But like, I would never have left them alone, but I was more afraid that they would attack me while I was holding them and I would fall or something. So anyway, then Brandon's ex-wife volunteered to take them. And obviously then they got to stay with the boys and got to stay with their family. And now they live with her and nobody's had any problems. But every time I go over now, I'm still a bit like, oh, where's Dory? Because I feel like she's looking at me, like she's going to go for me again. Well, I mean, I, I think when this all happened, I was very surprised that you stuck it out as long as you did. Because, I mean, it was really bad. It was about three months, wasn't it? Like, it, was a, it was a long time because you were pregnant. Like it was yeah. a long time and the cat was every day on the warpath for you. Oh yeah. I remember there was one day I was sending my friend Claire a voice note on WhatsApp and actually towards the end of the voice note, Dory, who I didn't realise was there, comes tearing out from under the bed, like hissing and spitting and screaming and then I scream and it was such a dramatic and then I sent Claire a message I was like, sorry for the drama at the end of that voice note because it was literally me going, fuck off! Because <laughs> the cat comes out from under the bed. Oh it was terrifying and actually Jennifer, our cleaner, was here as well and I said to her, the first time she came over after Dory had gone a bit mad, I was like, look, keep an eye out for the cat. She's gone a bit crazy and she's a bit aggressive. And Jennifer told me afterwards, she was like, when you said that to me, I was like, oh, whatever, like cats, what can the cat do? And she was like, and then I walked downstairs and the cat was standing on the back of the couch, back arched, hissing, like teeth out. And Jennifer goes, oh, hell no. And just like <laughs> went back. She was like, I, I like, I thought you were being dramatic. I was like, no. Yeah. The cat was, was crazy. Well, by contrast, when I was pregnant, our dog clone used to love to protect me. He used to lie on top of me. He was massive. Do you remember it? Like stretched oh, out. He was he taller was than huge. all of us. And I used to lie, be lying on the couch, like reading a book or whatever. And he'd get up on the couch and lie fully on top of me. And it was so adorable, but also so uncomfortable because he was so massive <laughs> and heavy. And he would just lie like right on top of my entire body. And then once I, once I had Nash... He never looked at me again. Oh, I mean, really? Like, he looked at me normally, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, but he, he was, wasn't, like, crawling no, up on top of you anymore. He was so oh, protective and nice and, 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 like, you know, wanted to be close to me the whole time. But it wasn't me, as they say. It was the hormones or whatever. It was the spawn inside of you. Correct. I was going to say Vinny was like that, but Vinny's like that all the time. But I remember when I was pregnant, I used to sit on the lazy boy and, like, take frequent naps because I was just exhausted all the time. And Vinny would crawl up on top all 70 pounds of him. Doesn't he still do that? Well, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't actually to do with the pregnancy. Like Vinny oh, yeah. would literally crawl inside your mouth if he could. Oh, uh, I just mean he wants to be really, really oh, close to you. God, why are your descriptions so gross? It's not even a thing. Okay, go on. What else have you been attacked by? Well, I was attacked by a lamb once. A lamb? I mean, not attacked, right? It was when, do you remember when we were in Kerry? Our uncle used to own a house in... Carasivine. Oh, no, it was in Balanskelligs, wasn't it? Near Kerry, yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Balanskelligs. Cools Emlock Moor near Killarney County, Kerry. That was oh. the address. Oh, I do and remember that. Did you write a lot of postcards? I wrote a lot of letters to Amory, my best friend in Kerry, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were besties. Oh, and then yeah. there was that guy, Johnny, who was my boyfriend for a while. What? Do you remember he, he and his family had moved from England? What? Johnny, what was his name? He lived around the corner from us on Amory. Is he in the book? No, no, no. As in, I was about eight, Beatrice. Like, we just held hands. How did you have... You held hands? How did you have a boyfriend aged eight? Rosemary, sorry to be judgmental, but like, what the hell? Mom's horrified by this book, by the way. The shenanigans before you were 20. Like, long before you were 20. I know. She's as innocent. Our Aunt Ursula also messaged me and said, I I can't believe the things you got up to at such a young age. Yeah, I mean... But I mean, it wasn't compared to the rest of the world was doing it too, except me. 
Well, I think at the time I was like, oh my God, all my friends have kissed people, all my friends. And then in hindsight, I'm like, actually one person had and I was just like so jealous. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? not I mean, much has changed. Yeah, that's my personality. But anyway, I was down, I was in Anne Marie's house and she had a lamb. I mean, I presume they had a lot of lambs, they were farmers, right? But in the barn, they had a little lamb. Amory had a little lamb and I went in and the lamb was sucking my finger as very small lambs tend to do but I didn't realize that it had molars I still have a scar on my finger and it basically my finger was in its mouth and it just chomped down and I literally remember there was blood it was like something from a horror movie there's blood all over my hand dripping down because it was right there probably like this city Egypt I'm sure they were and you were from the country not spiritually though Uh, I don't feel like a country. Do you feel like a country girl? Absolutely. Oh, Real please. farm girl. Do you know how to milk a cow? Yes. Yeah, so do I actually. Like, Yes. Yeah. Never, I'm just doing the finger. Please don't do that again. Please stop. Okay. Please, please stop. <laughs> but anyway, Between I had Vinny to... in your mouth and that <sighs> hand gesture, I really don't need anything else today. I'm, you know, you know, this is the my American is sign full. language for milk. My bucket is full. Because I'm supposed to do this to Atlas. Do you want milk? Okay, that's different to what you were doing a second ago. Oh, God. God, your <laughs> fingers. Okay, keep going. But anyway, I remember I had to go into the house and get... Now, I didn't even need stitches or anything, but I had to... Like, I was... You can imagine being just hysterical. I couldn't believe this lamb had turned on me. But also, <laughs> in my youth, I've been bitten by a lot of dogs. A lot or just one? No, a lot of dogs. There was a dog one time we were in... I want to say Tullamore somewhere. We were on our way to Kerry or on our way back from Kerry and we were getting ice creams or something and I approached a little dog on the street and started, and went to pet it and it bit me. I think just on the hand. And then there was the time that mom's friend's parents, do you remember we went to visit mm-hmm. them on the way to I Kerry? I do remember this one, yeah. And I think you were all inside. I was we outside. Were, you were outside. With the farmer, I think, like, like he was outside on his tractor and I was outside playing with, playing with the dog. And I had given the dog some food but it was ignoring it and I wanted it to eat the food. I think I was probably like six or seven. I don't know what age I was. I can ask mum and dad. And I pulled his tail. Like, fucking Egypt. Not, see, see, not spiritually a country girl. A country girl would have known not to pull the dog's tail. But I pulled the dog's tail. And this is, this is where I get my great distrust of Jack Russell's. And it turned around and bit me. And its top teeth went into my nose. And its bottom teeth went into my chin. And it pinned me like this. I Is that very true? Small... I thought it only yeah. bit you on the nose. You no, sure no, no. about this now? Because yes. I'm going to double check with mom and dad. Oh my I God, feel you like cannot check. The farmer, had to just... come, the farmer had to come and t- pry him off me. Mm, really? Yes, Beatrice. You're so fucking annoying. I had a scar for ages. A little scar on my chin, a little scar on my nose. And it basically pinned me to the ground. A Jack Russell. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. 
And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, Beatrice. <laughs> Why are you being so annoying? I'm just joking. I know it was terrifying. Mom it was, was terrifying. Mom was traumatized. And the oh, sorry, you were probably too. Yeah. <laughs> and the farmer had to jump off his tractor, whatever he was on, and come running over and pry the dog off my face. And I don't really remember. Any, like, I don't really remember anything else. I remember going back inside and feeling kind of foolish, but also like terrified. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, that was about it. Well, I mean, you had a yeah, you had a wound for a while and a scar on your nose for a while, which I don't see anymore now that I'm looking for it. I think if you look very closely, you can see it among all the wrinkles and open pores. Well, the only thing that I could my my experience with farm animals was with a goat at the zoo here in Fort Wayne. And I went on the school tour when I first moved to Fort Wayne with Nash when he was about five or six. And I volunteered to go, you know, as a parent chaperone. And I was in a group with Nash. I felt really sorry for him because everybody else, like two or three kids to a parent, you know. And they were like, Nash, you can be with your mom. And he could tell he was like, what? And I was also going, what? Like, yeah, that's lame. You could have just gone to the zoo yourself. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and, you know, you didn't go around in groups. You went around with your parent chaperone. So Mm. I was like, this is crap. And I felt really bad then for going. And he was so disappointed because every time we'd walk past a group of kids, they'd all be having a great time. And he was looking up at me like, really? So anyway, we get to the end. And, you know, they have, it's actually a really great zoo, really nice. And um, then at the end there, you've never been, have you? No. We're going to go next weekend. We're going to go on Saturday. Um, so you can report back after that. Mm. And at the very end, they have like a small farm area with, you know, regular barnyard a animals. Petting zoo, it's called. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to pet all of them, but yeah. Oh. Well, that's like some of them are, you know, cows and horses and stuff. You can so. pet a cow. Well, you're not allowed to pet these cows. <laughs> anyway, and they have goats. So we were in kind of this paddock or whatever, like, you know, area, a fenced off area mm-hmm. with several goats and people were petting the goats, kids were petting the goats, etc. And I was suddenly feeling a distinct breeze upon my back legs and turned around to find the goat with a full mouthful had chewed my entire skirt all the way up to the undies. <gasps> yes. Sorry, how did it chew all the way up to the undies without you noticing? It was just casually chewing a long very skirt. quick chewer. It was just cat. No, I'd obviously been standing there. Like I was just standing there waiting for Nash. He was going around petting the animals, and I was kind of, you know, stepping back, waiting for him. Meanwhile, the goat was behind me, waiting for me to <laughs> cop on that half my skirt was now missing, and I had to whip it around and like tie a knot in it and everything because it was totally gone. Like everybody could see my undies. It was so embarrassing. So, anyway, but luckily, you know, it just was. It was a fashion faux faux pas. Versus- I'd say that was the worst day of Nash's life. Yeah, I think he was too young to kind of realise how embarrassing it was. Oh my God, he'd die now. Yeah, but nobody said a word to me, which was like even more mortifying. None of the other parents, like, 
acknowledged it. They not even of, like, oh my God, no. haha, are you okay? No. No, they all kind of looked at me and, and just <sighs> kept going. And I was like, this is weird. Why is everybody so weird? So anyway, yeah. That is a bit weird. Speaking of zoo animals, though, I went to Fota with mom and dad years ago. I think dad was doing some, why weren't you there? Dad was doing some conference or something in Cork. And we stayed in Morrison's Island, which is now, I think, the Hilton. Morrison's Island Hotel. And we went and bought me runners. And mom and dad had a big argument because mom said they didn't fit me. And dad said they'll be fine. And they never fit me, Beatrice. Anyway, we went to Fota and my and I got pissed on by some kind of... Uh, <laughs> It wasn't a kangaroo. It was like a wombat or something. It was some kind of Australian animal. That's why I hate Australia. Well, we went to, um, in Dallas, there's a really amazing, it's about an hour and a half outside of Dallas and I can't remember what it's called, but it's one of these sanctuaries and you drive through. So it's kind of like a safari yeah. tour, you know, and they have zebras and giraffes and all that kind of thing. And I think they, mm, I, I don't want to speak out of turn. Maybe they, I don't know. I, was to say, I think they have buffalo, but I'm not sure. The elephants? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, but it, there are all these signs, stay in your car, keep your windows up, etc. So who rolls down their window and says, I'm fine. Dad. Correct. <laughs> Listen, I'm fine. The zebra starts coming over. Dad's like, it's grand. It's fine. So don't feed the animals. So dad has his hand out of the, out of the window, right? He's in the front seat with the window rolled down. What did he have in Look his hand? Nothing. But like <gasps> the zebra comes over and he's thinking he's going to pet this zebra. The zebra comes over, nuzzles dad's hand, right? Dad's like, all the kids are in the back going, ooh. Right, Dad's like, Dad's like, look at it, that zebra. Have you ever seen this zebra up close before? Blah blah. Next thing you know, the zebra starts snuffling down Dad's arm, down to the top of his shirt, and then starts trying to bite his arm. And Dad's like, help, help! <laughs> what a fucking idiot! What is wrong with yeah, him? Yeah, but you should have heard. Roll up the window. Roll it up. Roll it up. Say, <laughs> Mom was having an absolute fit she probably wasn't even paying attention she's probably in the back of the car like playing I, I spy with the kids yeah exactly did you know I don't know if this is an American thing but our kids play I spy with colours so they go like I spy something blue and I'm like no no it's I spy something starting with and they really hate doing the starting with because they have to actually think of the spelling so they always just want to do the colour so lazy listen <laughs> listen this is where I learned to spell I spy with my eyes something begin with X oh it's a xylophone over there so I learned to spell something. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But um, have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? Uh, I feel like I have. I feel like you have as well. I have actually in Ireland. And did somebody pee on you? I don't think that no, actually works. No, no, that episode of Friends hadn't happened yet. Oh yeah, you yeah. Are very no, old. no, no, no. I did get stung by a jellyfish, and it was agony. I, I think it might have been in France actually. I've gotten stung by multiple bees. Does that count? Oh, that does count. I've only got stung by a bee once when I was cycling my bicycle into the Irish Times and a bee flew directly into my lip and stung me. <laughs> and I didn't realise, I just thought like some kind of debris had hit me in the face. And it was only when I got to work that I realised my lip was like all swollen up like this. And it, was the stinger still in your lip? I don't think so. I don't really remember. Well, when we lived in our in our first house in, in here in Fort Wayne, I've only ever gotten stung by a bee in Fort Wayne, actually. Oh. Multiple bees in Fort Wayne. There's obviously a lot of bees. But when we lived in our first house, there was actually a, a honeybee nest, a honeybee hive. No, it's not cute. Oh. In the tree. And so when you went out to the garden, there were just a load of bees flying around in front of the kids. And it was really disconcerting. And the kids got stung a few times. And you can't do anything about a honeybee hive because they're protected, right? So we mm -hmm. had the honeybee guys come out and have a look and they were like, well, we could do this and we could, we could 
when they built, they put in, they like created another hive in a different tree to try and convince them to go. I was just about to say, this is obviously before TikTok or you could have called that bee lady and she could have come and put them in her bee things and taken them away. Well, I wish somebody would do that. There's also like we had a bat in that same house that nestled under the eaves of the front of the house and wouldn't go and they're protected as well so you can't do anything about them. My friend in Fort Wayne has had two separate or three separate bats in her house, in her her rented house, right? It's happened in January. She had to get something like five rabies shots, like a series of rabies shots because she got bitten by the bat. Oh, what? Yeah. And then there was a bat in her house again this week and they wanted to give her like a rabies booster or whatever. So now she wants to get out of her lease because she's like, there's obviously a hole. There are obviously bats around. I don't want to live here. But the landlord won't let her out, I think. Hmm. Sounds what? like she probably would have, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so I was, I was about to say something very opinionated, but like, it sounds like she probably would have grand to be let out of her That's lease. what I said. And I also said if she needs me to call and pretend to be her Irish attorney, I'm happy to do that. Oh, this is in Ireland? No, no, this is here. But oh. like, I could just be her attorney well, anyway, who is Irish. So I went out to examine after the bee people had come several times and, you know, done various things to help them migrate and, and blah, blah, blah. And it didn't really work, right? They were still buzzing around the you tree. You have to move the queen, even I know that. Yeah, they were trying They were trying to do that, but you can't find, like, you can't go in and say, Queenie, come here. The TikTok lady can find the queen. Well, great. It was it was up like 20 Pre-tick-tock. feet up a tree also, in the tree. They okay. were like Annoying. inside the yeah, middle yeah. of the tree, right? So it wasn't okay. very easy. Anyway, so I go out to the back garden with Nash and Don, because the tree people, the bee people had come and blah, blah, blah. Been a couple of weeks and we were like, oh, it seems to be, activity seems to be dying down. Walked over towards it. Lulled you into a false sense of security. And these bees just came swarming out of it. And the three of us were screaming, running towards the back of the house. And of course I got stung on the hand. (gasps) But luckily only, only I got stung. And then last week in the swimming pool, there've been a lot of bees around the pool because apparently they like water, which you know well with your little bee cups. That have been really successful. And we'll talk about them in a minute. Okay. But apparently the bees are very attracted to water. So when we open the swimming pool this summer, we we should have apparently, according to other people, we should have like uh, started the summer before we open the pool by creating a little fountain somewhere in the oh. garden with water so that the bees would be attracted to that. And, and kind ignore of, the pool. Yeah. I mean, I find oh. that unlikely, honestly. Mm, are they really okay, going yeah. to like, like a saucepan when they have a massive ocean over here, similar to your bee cups? Anyway, so I'm in the pool and there were some bees around and I I'm looking at the pond right now against, thinking I'm a bit stupid. I pressed myself up against the side of the pool at some point, like just, I don't even know what. Like, you were doing the, your little mermaid impression. Oh, was that what, what I was doing? Was I? No. Oh, well, anyway, the equivalent <laughs> of, and I managed to trap a poor, unsuspecting, innocent bee between me and the wall of the pool and it stung me on the stomach and I had a oh. massive rash do you remember an itchy rash for at least two weeks and I, I thought do remember. I was convinced something really sinister was happening but then it, it dissipated and I was fine well I bought myself a little bee house from Kind Bee Farm so they sell what are they called uh, wood no leaf cutter bees so I mean, I'll I'll share this on Instagram, right? If people particularly care, but they sell this little house with these little tubes that the bees go into and then make little cocoons that they put their larvae into. I don't really know how it works, but they're supposed to be really, really good pollinators. And around the same time, I also bought these bee cups that are these little ceramic cups that are supposed to be in like bee friendly, UV friendly colors or something and put them in my flower bed. But the problem is now, you have to, like if when you're watering the garden, you have to very concertedly fill the bee cups. That's one problem. The second problem is, Wherever I place the bee cups, they seem to have now been covered with shrubs. I didn't realise my shrubs were going to get so big, so I can't find most of them. I think I bought five and I can only find two. What's the purpose of a bee cup? It's to provide water for the little bees in case they're particularly thirsty. But the, the third problem that you pointed out that I didn't quite think this about... This is only after several weeks of you going, I haven't seen a single bee in my bee cups. Yeah, because I really wanted to see a bee in my bee cup so I could take a picture for Instagram. 
Yeah, and so Beatrice pointed out that we do have an enormous pond directly <laughs> behind, like probably 10 steps from our back door. I know. Nine steps from the bee cups. I was like, that could be, that could be the reason why your bee cups are getting no traction. I know, it's like, do the bees want to bother their arse finding these little UV bee cups or do they just want to go and sup out of the pond? Although, I'm like, the pond, I feel like they just drown in the pond. The bee cups, at least they have a little edge to like sit on. Do you know what I mean? They can like dip their little, I don't know how it works. You say that now, we'd probably go out, there'd be three bees floating in the bee cups. <laughs> oh my God, we're actually very lucky that we haven't had any incidents. Because do you remember that morning that I woke up? Well, I didn't wake up. Brandon came up and woke me up and I was so annoyed. It was like 8am or something. I was like, I'm having a lion. This is before we had Atlas and everything. So actually, I don't know why I was so precious about my lions. I didn't realise what a great life I was having. You didn't realise how much sleep you were getting. Oh my God, I didn't appreciate it when I had it. But uh, Brandon comes in and he, and he wakes me up and I was so annoyed. And I was like, what? And he goes, do you want to see a snapping turtle? And I was like, excuse me, yes, I do. And I came oh, running down the stairs. And there was a, Yeah. And there was a snapping turtle in our front garden. It was after a really big storm. And he was like, oh, it must have got lost on its way back to the pond or whatever. And I went, oh, should we give it some food? And he was like, Rosemary, we don't feed the snapping turtles. They can literally break your fingers. Whereas I was, I was imagining like handing it bits of lettuce. It looked yeah, really cute. I was imagining the same thing. No, but they're very violent. Oh, very you aggressive. also have a Beatrix Potter hair in your back garden. Tiny baby that... Runs up to the back to the back window. Adorable. I think they're rabbits, aren't they? I think they have hairs in America. Yeah, they do. There are no hairs in America, and the streets are paved with cheese. Do you remember that? No. There are no cats in America. From no. an American Tale. No. Fievel. No, I don't remember it. You All I remember weird. is the other the other song. Somewhere yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the Linda Ronstadt, our Aaron Neville one. Which one? Um, maybe it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we do have rabbits and that's how we found that rabbit dead on, on Easter morning, remember? Oh God, that was very unfortunate. The Easter bunny so exhausted from you know, delivering all those hampers of crap. I wasn't going to mention Kevin because I was going to give him a rest in this episode, <laughs> but like Kevin once dressed up as Easter bunny oh, and came, yeah. a full size Easter bunny and came hopping through the garden and Don got such a fright. It was actually quite terrifying. It was actually amazing. But I was going to say the other, when I mentioned Aaron Neville, Kevin does an amazing Aaron Neville impression. We'd actually need to get him on the pod just to do it. It's like uncanny. I don't actually know who Aaron Neville is. What? I don't know who Aaron Neville is. He's a singer. Well, I mean, I understand that from you saying Aaron Neville and Lin- oh, Linda Ronstadt. Something. Okay, I can't, that, didn't really, <laughs> that didn't really, that didn't really get it, do it for us. Okay. No, that didn't help so me. So what else? That's it. I think that is it. Uh, I'm, aller- I'm, well, I'm not allergic to horses. I, I, I went horse riding for a little while and then I discovered I had hay fever, so I stopped. So I used to get terrible sneezes, but I did enjoy horse riding. And I often think now I could be very athletic if I'd kept up the horse riding. I think if you'd kept up the horse riding, you'd be, you'd have just been, you'd have been moving in the really good circles now. You would have loved it. You would have loved going to, what was that thing that they all went to that I wanted to go to? The hunt? Was it not? Oh, the, no, not the hunt. What was that? The hunt went, ball. Yeah. Oh my God. I went to the hunt ball anyway. What? I didn't have to be horsey to go to the what hunt the ball. What the fuck? How did you I went to several go? times. What? I don't know. Like people at school all oh went, so we all went God. together. It was How? actually crap. It wasn't a ball. How anyway. did you get to go? I don't know, but I have a picture of myself somewhere oh, at you're it. So fucking annoying. And uh, Vasia went as well because remember our French exchange student? She was there at the time, so we all went together. How did you get? All I wanted was to go to it. It's actually nice that the episode is bookended by the cat. The cat knows it. The cat comes in, the cat comes out. Don't even think about jumping up there on that table. Um, Yeah, the hunt ball was not that great, but I went several times. I'm just, I'm trying to be nice. You weren't missing anything. 
But no, 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 no. I never wanted to actually partake in the hunt. I just Chasing the poor foxes. No, no, I didn't want to go to the hunt either. I don't know how you actually managed to go to everything I ever wanted to do. Because when you were young, they were like, no, Beatrice, you can't go that, you can't go that. Then they recognised me. They were like, listen, she's going to do what she wants. She's got the 24-year-old boyfriend when she's 14. There's no point keeping her away from the hunt ball. I think mom was just like, she's just the best. She's just so, let her, let her do whatever she wants. Let her do, let her just, I just see a younger me in her. Let, let her just, let her just be. So speaking of a younger me, you know, mom recently admitted to me that she had, she went on a date with someone else other than Cahill, the boyfriend we know about, and Philip, obviously the husband we know about. More to come in the episode. Yeah, we have to do that now before they go home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's coming. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. You can get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Follow us on Instagram. Send us a voice note on Instagram. We'd love to play your voice notes to the public. We'd love to humiliate you by playing your private voice notes to to everybody. We'd love to celebrate you. Now, Rosemary, I'd like to know, um, what what did you learn about animals? Absolutely nothing. Like, I remember when I was little as well, after I'd got bitten by that Jack Russell, mom and dad were always going out, you didn't learn a single lesson because I was always still going over to dogs. (laughs) Now, I did learn not to pull them by the tail and I also learned that I hate Jack Russells. But the rest of the dogs are grand. I did also learn don't stand too still for too long around an Australian animal. I can't remember what Australian animal it How was. How was it above you that it managed to pee on you? It peed on my foot. <laughs> I was like standing next to it trying to pose for a photo or something and it just peed on my foot. Oh, didn't the, didn't the sheep, didn't the lamb pee on you as well in a photo? Yes, oh, it did. Down that's the ringing a bell. Farm. Yeah, on the neighbour's farm. Yeah, we were taking a photo and the lamb peed on you. You had to go home. <laughs> How are you so delighted oh, by this? About that. <laughs> and you're the one who got stung by the jellyfish, so you're the one who should have been peed on. But in fact, I've been peed on twice. Oh yeah, by animals. Mm, gross. Have I ever been peed on by a person? Oh God. Goodbye. Oh, Rosemary, why do you always have to go there? Sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 